Hello, hello, beautiful people, mi gente bella. Welcome, welcome to another edition of Santana Says, where we talk about everything from Roblox to relationships, everything in between, and the overall journey of life. I am excited, as always, to bring you another edition of the show, but also another wonderful guest. And I am pumped because this is our uh, final, well, not final father, because I don't want to say it like we just never going to have dads ever again on the show or any other males, but in our series, we're just continuing with that great energy, and so I really appreciate that we gonna delve into that today, talk about it. But we have another person that I know, you know, near and dear to my heart that I've known for so long. But now I do want everyone else to get to know you a little bit better. And who are you? Why are you here? You know, a little bit about your story. Who okay. are you, sir? Hello. Hello. Hi. June Cologne, pleasure <laughs> right. to meet you. Uh, June Cologne, Guayama, Puerto Rico, represent, and Cleveland as well. Lovely. Uh, been in Cleveland all my life, pretty much. Uh, awesome. Helping the people, being part of every movement as possible. And That's uh, true. here to support what you're doing because you support everybody that I, I care for. So, yay. Well, I'm glad. But you even repping too. I see uh, oh, yeah. logo on the shirt. Yeah, What's yeah. that? It's a last minute addition. Uh, so, I started NCM Prep five years ago to diversify police and fire departments mm. uh, nationwide in Cleveland as well, of course. But uh, nationwide, we, uh, we're just working on helping a little change within public safety, you mm. know, positive change. Right. But not just uh, diversity, uh, just having people that are just overall good candidates for public safety. So uh, all genders, all backgrounds, cultures, everything like that. And so, right. Okay, very good. Definitely yeah. need it. And what has it been like for you working in public safety? Uh, public safety has been challenging but fun. Okay. And rewarding. Um, yep. A lot of sacrifices going on. Mm. Been, I've been a firefighter for 22, going on 23 years. Jeez. This October will be 23 years. Wow. I joined the department. Actually, uh, the academy was just a couple blocks from here. Okay. Uh, back in 2000, and I was 20 years old and close to retirement. Right. Still feeling good for the most part. So it's 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 a, a milestone I'm ready to, to make. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So everything's been good. That's good, though. Oh, but that's interesting to even hear that word. So retirement. Retirement, yeah. Life on the other side. Do you already have plans for I what that's going to look I have like? plans, yeah. So right now I'm working with NTM Prep, but we also have a couple different branches off of NTM Prep mm-hmm. to uh, get people that I've helped get on police and fire departments right. turn around and do the same that I'm doing and okay. get them paid. So right. we're, we're growing, we're multiplying mm-hmm. out here and making sure we have good people out here taking care of our little ones that are out here. So. This is true. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. What did draw you, though? To the, did you always want to be a firefighter? No, 20, you no. was young. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's strange. The neighborhood we grew up in um, was one of the busiest neighborhoods for uh, pl- for public safety responses back right. in the 80s and 90s. Yep. Uh, right when crack hit the streets and, and a lot of the gang stuff and all types of fires and yep. safety issues. Um, I didn't know that. We didn't know that as a kid. That's Not just an environment we grew up in. Exactly. And uh, when I was 18, 19 years old, my parents were debating on moving back to Puerto Rico and I wanted to go with them, but it was like a slow pace in Puerto Rico and I loved living in Cleveland. Right. Um, and at that time I was actually going thinking about becoming a journalist. So uh, the opportunity to become a firefighter just happened to pop up and I saw the schedule, saw what I can do to help people. I was already a lifeguard prior to that and okay. worked in hotels and stuff. So right. hospitality was something I was like already familiar with. Right. So it just seemed natural. I like to work out. So I was like, hey, let me try it out. Yeah, Went to exactly. an information session. And from that point on, I just kept on working on it. So that's what I do with my clients. Just right. hold their hand and walk them through everything. So, Oh, look at that. And speaking of that, so this is so for anybody that, is that what you mean by like, so the clients, are these just anybody that's considering going into it? Like, yeah. what all do you do to help them get prepared? Um, I can't give you all the bits and pieces. Okay, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the, the colonel's recipe? No. Nah. Um, pretty much I help people understand what the job entails, right. then help them with the application process, the written, the physical, uh, interview process, um, or oral interviews, background checks, everything, and then help them during the academy, right. which like, so there's a lot of different hurdles throughout oh, yeah. the whole process. It's not just recruitment, it's retention too. Exactly. So, um, been working on, uh, 2.0, 3.0 over the years to try to make sure that every time I help a client. They have the best opportunity and a healthy career moving forward because this right. job is stressful. Um, mm-hmm. It's a lot of lost sleep. Um, there's a lot of coffee, the cheat code coffee. <laughs> yep. Um, but we always prioritize our mental health and physical health to balance out all that stuff because there are pros and cons to the career. But, right. Um, so I'm pretty much just 
I try an organic approach to helping people understand what the job is about and how to navigate through it. So. Mm. Excellent. I agree. Well, and then, uh, and I'm glad that that's here because yeah. as you were describing, I mean, that's the point that there's a lot. So it's definitely not the easiest job to just be like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm glad you saw it and saw an opportunity with it and, you know, yeah. got into it. But it's clearly a lot I'm hearing to even secure it and then mm-hmm. also to keep it. So yeah. apparently it's not just this easy, you know, thing to do. Yeah. So, yeah. Getting your foot in the door is one thing, but right. staying in is the other because once you pass those hurdles of getting accepted and hired by the, the departments, yeah. You still have to go through the academy, which is grueling and tough. But yeah. when you have a support system, your family, other right. people that have been through it, then, you know, they can. They can do it. So Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And did you, so like I know and I heard you say that you're, you know, you're helping especially to diversify it. Yeah. So, I mean, did you get to see a lot of people that look like you coming into it? Uh, coming into the department, yeah. We had uh, not, it doesn't reflect the city, of course. Mm-hmm. But I've had a lot of people that helped me throughout the years. Right. The Vanguards of Cleveland is the Black Professional Firefighters of Cleveland right. organization I'm part of. Uh, they were some of the main mentors that I had getting on the job. They were some of the main ones that volunteered right. to do recruitment, which recruitment at that, at that time and moving forward was perceived as minority recruitment. But it was actually just recruitment of the city, which exactly. just happened to be mostly people of color. Right. So, uh I saw that and then I saw different ways to once I became part of recruitment team years later, right. how to ch- change and tweak certain things. And instead of asking the city to do certain things that I felt were necessary, I just right. started my own business. So, mm-hmm. And it, it goes hand in hand with what the city does, what the public safety recruitment team does. They have great right. people that, that do it as well. But I just do it unfiltered and my own way. So exactly the way you want. Yep. Right. Keep it unique. Right. Right. Love that. And that too. Did you always have this little entrepreneurial, you know, what no, I'm saying spirit? No, I've always had people that they've always reached out to me. They were okay. like, you yep. know, how do I do this? How do I do that? And after like hundreds of calls over the years, I'm like, you know, like well. this is right in my lap. <laughs> like I was thinking of other things I could do. I used to love traveling. If I still yep. do love to travel, you know me. Right. Oh but yeah. I was like, you know, what can I do for? additional money but it's part of my passion and Mm. it was easy because i I love being a firefighter but i like helping people like with their legacy and their family legacy and and moving forward and stuff like that so i just feel like as a firefighter we're we can only do so much to help the community right and you know know, my parents like they've been part of things over the years that i just felt like maybe we could do this a little bit different yeah so Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But speaking of that, because everybody yeah. else don't necessarily know your parents, yeah. the little legacies and oh, all that. Yeah. But who are your parents and like what kind of things did they instill in you? Yeah. So my parents, uh, my mom was raised in Queensbridge, New York. Then years later, moved to Puerto Rico, met my dad who was raised in Puerto Rico. Right. He was in Army Marines, went to college, and they both became activists within the community. Uh, mm-hmm. My dad worked in City Hall for Voinovich, a mayor of Voinovich, Mayor White. And uh, he retired right before Mayor Campbell came in. Mm. But he also has been active throughout the community for 30, 40, 40 years at least. Um, wow, yep. My mom worked in housing, Cleveland Tenants Organization, which was right around the corner from here. She helped with uh, tenants that were being discriminated against. Mm. I used to go with her on, on different calls for right. different issues with tenants and stuff. Then she worked Cleveland Housing Court. Then she started the Interpretation Unit down at Justice Center. And uh, she... They just been active throughout the community, helping right. everybody. So underserved people, and not just Hispanic, but just a lot of different communities. Um, right in general. Every yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Did that make you though? Like, so did you? Do you always feel like you were civically engaged, or did it like? No, I was always bored. <laughs> not figure. I just, was like, I yeah, wanted. Did, you, did it really like, like click from the beginning? Just like we drag our kids to yep. these, you know, boring meetings, and they <laughs> yes. sit around. You pick up little things here and there, and then years right. later, you're like, man, like I heard that same conversation 20 years ago. Right. It didn't do anything for the for our neighborhoods. I think I have a better idea. So mm-hmm. not to say that I'm I'm smarter than anybody, right? But I've been involved in this for forty years. I'm forty three. Yeah. So literally since I was a kid, I'm like, man, I've seen this over and over on replay, and it's not changing anything. Mm-hmm. We still yep. have crime out here. We still have drama. A lot of uh, negative things going on. Right. I'm like, what can we do to help out? So since I was already a firefighter, I'm like, what can I do to 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 make a change? So. Right. And do you see yourself like still so now that you see it from that different perspective mm-hmm. and now you are more, you know, able to draw from what it is that you learned. But mm-hmm. even though you might not have necessarily appreciated it at the time right. and all that, do you find yourself now drawing from what it is that your parents have? Or do you now have debates with them about different things or like, you know, uh, I could see where somebody could have different views from their parents. But mm-hmm. in my case, I see a lot of 
why they did what they did mm-hmm. and more so now than back then of course right but like my parents were always for the people so mm-hmm. like even to this day like after hurricanes and everything they were yep. always for the people before themselves right um the, the only thing I, I would say that i did different was make sure i maintain my own uh mental health mm. because sometimes you could be taking care of all these people but you know your house is a mess your backyard's a mess you right. know your financial your paperwork is all uh, messy and it's like right. you know why am i helping so many people when i need to take care of myself too mm. so that's the only thing i would say i did different right um so that's why i went the the llc way instead of mm. the nonprofit way with my business because instead of having my hand out and depending on others i was like you know what i'm gonna grind and, and keep forward I hear that. Uh, thinking along with my business and right. uh, my uh, full-time gigs. Mm, so. Absolutely. But I definitely think that's an excellent point because I do think that there are a lot of people who, unfortunately, who want to help other people. Yeah. Who like, And actually, that's kind of why they do it. Too. Like, we see a lot of, you know, uh, other, we see elements that are in other people mm. from ourselves. You mm. know what I mean? And we want to help for different reasons. But yes, there are some people who are notorious for helping others right. and like, and it helps them to not deal with their own issues. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it also provides this perfect excuse or distraction from it. Definitely. But it also could be because they are trying to escape it or like it helps like, to put the energy in that instead of, you know, at home. And I also think it was interesting, this distinction between LLC and, you know, nonprofit, because, yeah, nonprofits also have their advantages. You they know, do. they get grants. They do. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot there. So, like, you know, if you were ever considering, you know what I mean, yeah. starting. Oh, I'm know, not knocking nonprofits yeah, exactly. at all. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, they yeah. don't. Yeah, <laughs> right. But there are elements, you know, that are helpful to LLC as well, right. like to know that. And it's it's just good for you to know like which route and like what's going to be more beneficial to you because exactly. yes, on the entrepreneurial side definitely you'll want that and like tax wise it's going to help right <laughs> you know what i'm definitely. saying to know the differences between the two definitely. and like do your which homework one you wanna... yeah. yeah do your homework on all of it because there's pros and cons to everything we do yep and you gotta weigh it out to see what's best for you um, oh yeah absolutely i'll definitely uh looking to start a nonprofit in the future mm. but for go. the ntm prep stuff i was like you know what i don't want to answer to anybody i don't yeah. have to explain myself to anyone i'm just gonna go ahead and do the work right and then hopefully it makes a change so absolutely and i love that so that's and that's what's good to know right is that if you truly want to be independent you know what i mean and be able to like do things independently then that's one way to do it i'm like like a rapper (laughs) are you except i can't flow so (laughs) (laughs) but you do your own thing right Definitely that. And you mentioned, though, that you actually support, like, a lot of different movements. Like you said, right. now you, like, you are, and I do see you, like, helping a lot of different people and with those lot of different things. And so, like, what have been some of the projects and things that you've been taking on? Like, what makes you continue? You know what I mean? And how have you been? Well, these, these past couple of years, I've been putting more time with my son. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't been a part of organizations, but it's, it's kind of frustrating because now I see, like, I think you're a few years younger than me, a mm-hmm. bunch of years younger. So oh, yeah. it, a couple of years, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I love the passion and movements within, like you just interviewed uh, Manny yep. the other day. Oh, yes. And him, uh, the New Era Young, Young Lords, and some yes. other groups that I'm a part of. I'm, I'm associated and a part of a lot of groups, mm-hmm. but I'm not as active um, because I'm putting more time into my son. Yeah. Whereas in the past, I would literally, from since he was born up until a few years ago, dragging them from one meeting to the other right. and then being frustrated with when certain things weren't going the way that I wanted to mm. in my life. Got so I had you. to regroup, uh, decide what to put my energy into, Oh yeah, who to support, um, who, who I had to like step back away from, even though there are good people out here. Like I right. just can't do everything. You know, there's mm. all these little fires out here, not to, no pun intended, yeah, you know, right. but I can't help it all. You know, right. I got to take care of myself too. And then, you know, my growing family as well. So, Oh, absolutely. See, and that's a, but that's a big thing to accept and yeah. to like come to terms with is that like, even with our best intentions and wanting to help, we can't be everywhere right. all the time and we can't be everything for everyone. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it, we don't want our own worlds to crumble in the process. And then it's funny because then that means ironically you were doing with your son, what like had been done to you as a kid, like going right. on to all the man's. <laughs> Here we go. And like being that kid. So here we were. But and then and did you get feedback from him? Like, did he let you know like that there were some that he did actually enjoy and all that? Or you son? Yeah. Did he actually tell you? Or like you just saw it? He he likes to see I think after a couple of years, he likes to see that some things that we were talking about, like let's say play ball over at League Park. Yeah. We went to meetings after meetings for years. I'm no longer involved with it. Mm-hmm. But I still stay in touch with people that are part of it. Right. And Holy Other Border Goals Cultural Arts Center, like we're always in and out of the, the building. Yeah. Uh, supporting anything that uh, the director, Leticia Lopez, does. Oh, yeah. So, like, we still support people that we used to meet with all the time. Right. But we just 
do it here and there, not as often as before, like where it was almost like a full time job yeah, uh, with our hours. Um, but yeah, it, it, he's he's giving me feedback. Yeah, <laughs> some of it I can, I could talk about and other stuff. I just you know we, we were just doing something with uh, CMSD yesterday. I have a summer camp that we're doing at uh, Natividad Pagan High School. Okay, and we're helping uh, youth between the fifth grade to the ninth grade mm -hmm. with physical fitness and mentorship and stuff like that. Right. And he's getting to learn people, uh, different languages because mm. some of the people speak Swahili and, and others are uh, from different backgrounds in the middle East. Right. So he's, he's like in that part. And then he's like giving me advice. So, okay, maybe next time you could do this because I saw that he's like always observing the kids mm -hmm. and he's like, I saw some of the kids didn't really like, like that workout. Maybe you could do this instead. It's more fun. So he does give me feedback. Yeah. Nice. Okay. See, that's what I love too about having, you know, kids in our life to be able to, you know. Definitely. And like, are you seeing him like with certain issues too? Like, is he, are you seeing him also like gravitate towards things that he's now, he's now finding his own interest in as well? Yeah. Uh, so thanks to you, he's, he's a young chef. Oh, hey. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I like to cook, but once I put him into a program that had, you know, different chefs in it right. for youngsters, he, he gravitated towards that. Oh, nice. And we do some little workouts here and there with, uh, at our gym and stuff like that he's 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 starting to create his own niche of stuff and yeah. he definitely has his own opinion on things so which is great to see yeah you know it's just trying to balance out you know having your own personality and your own opinion and making sure that it goes well with the way we're trying to raise them up because we that's want them to be independent but it's still it's still little yeah exactly <laughs> well and then that's true and that's oh i keep reminding myself that i think that's kind of been like this constant thing of reminding myself when to like help breed that independence yeah. but then remember that they do they are still being raised though you right. know so yes you are supposed to still cultivate and like help them realize right. how to do it otherwise you know they won't figure it out you right. know what i mean so you still have to have those parameters in place and all that but yeah I'm, it's still been a tricky balance i ain't gonna lie to y'all i ain't gotta figure it out you know what there's, I mean? there's no book on it no yeah. trial and error no yeah and yeah. sometimes i think i killed it i'm like oh yeah that was no. great the kids are great. I mean, yeah. I appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? I think they're they're awesome kids, but it's funny because I'm like, but I still have to adjust like yeah. all the time. Yeah. And then there's some days where I'm like, wow, like I didn't realize that that's what you needed. You know what I mean? Right. If I would have just, and I think that's why I think it's commendable on your part. And actually, you reminded me of who the board goes. I forgot that was another thing. Oh, so yeah. like, yeah. weren't you like board me or yeah, board I was, member? I was a board member for a few years, chairman of the board. Uh, the year that we brought the festival over to Voinovich Park, okay, which was probably my favorite year over the years wow uh, my dad was actually involved with the the committee for 30 years at least mm. since the 80s um when it used to be on west 25th uh behind the west side market okay so i remember oh, wow. going going then so yep. i'm pretty much doing the same stuff that my dad did with me yeah and julio de burgos does now that they have uh their own home that they could call home right over off of arch archwood archmere over right, off of yeah. archmere uh they're or is it Archwood? Yeah, I think it's Archwood. Archwood. Yeah. Yep. I'm thinking of Larchmere on the west side. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Shaker. Um, but uh, they're doing so many great things over yeah. there, and it's it's just great to see like how all these movements are happening. Mm -hmm. La Bana is coming through. Yes. So it's it's great to see. Right. I wish I was more involved because right. I've been asked to be part of certain boards and groups and stuff, but I just had to like step back and say, I just I can't do it. I'm yeah. sorry. Like maybe in the future once I'm settled with what I'm doing with my business Correct. and some other things because I'm trying to create multiple streams out here for that right. financial freedom. Mm -hmm. But after that said, I come back and everything I've learned, you know, help people out. And oh, yeah. They're still around, which I'm sure they'll still be around. So. Exactly. And still be a staple. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then uh, agreeably, because, yes, we definitely get to learn, you know, when to say no to certain things. Yeah. And like like we were saying, you know, with the boundaries and being able to help with that, too. But you're right. Like, and for those who don't know, yes, Julio Burgos is this dope cultural arts center here in Cleveland. You know what I mean? So it is it is really great, like, um, you know, thing that we have. But like, yeah. wow. So you've actually seen it from all that evolution because you're yeah. reminding me of some stuff that, yep, I've seen as a, as a kid, like, yeah. and seeing that grow. And it's true. It was a big deal for them to finally have a space that was theirs definitely i don't think people knew that but the places they were in were actually not their own yeah they were shared spaces yeah with other people actually and so like they were doing such amazing things that it you know not everybody was yeah. aware of that oh yeah but like it was great for them to finally you know be able to have that so now that that impact can grow more you know right. what i mean because now they have something that's theirs but like and with that did you so speaking of being like acts with that one like are when you all these different opportunities like board member all that mm -hmm. are these things that people were pursuing you for or did you seek them out or like uh, how did all that right now lately they've been pursuing me because not to sound like that but yeah of course uh, because 
there's been other opportunities that weren't available before. Got you. Uh, okay. The, in the past, I was already involved with some things. Yep. Um, and I withdrew mm. just because of frustration, time, yeah, you know, man. energy. Yep. Um, but it's great to see that some of the things that I was a part of still right. kept rolling, moving, and mm -hmm. evolved. Uh, just like you say, Julio de Burgos, yeah. they had a shared space for three different locations over like the past 10 years. Right. And we were sometimes whole, whole meetings and one of the buildings off of uh, Detroit, they would literally be, there was a play that was uh, practiced and the backstage is where we have our meetings. Right. So you'll have people oh. like pop up in the middle of our meetings, you know, dressed, oh, no. dressed right. in like different kinds of uh, yeah. costumes and then jump back out there and mm -hmm. then we're still carry on with what we have right. to do. Still trying to make it work. But it was a lot of undocumented great things that happened over there because mm -hmm. there's with the volunteer services, you yep. get what you pay for. So sometimes, and I'm a, I'm part of that too. Like sometimes I'll commit something and I couldn't fully do it yep. because I'm volunteering for one thing, but I have other responsibilities. Right. So like it was a great um, experience mm -hmm. overall. Yeah. It still, it still is. Like now they have like a lot of consistent programming and more things to do at the center. Right. And I'm happy for the people that stuck around, especially the director. Oh, yeah. Letitia, like, oh, Letitia, man. Yeah, what? She, Letitia had been around been, forever. Yeah, yeah. Yes, we need her to stay. You know, well, and it's great to have people like that who genuinely care too and like Definitely. help the vision move forward because they seen, they've seen, well, first of all, they've seen it, you know what I mean, from like the beginning, but mm -hmm. they don't mind putting in that extra effort. But I also like, well, shout out to Letitia too because I know that she's also been one that will run herself ragged. Yeah. She's been doing better, you yeah. know, what I mean? because she has more help and all that now, but like that's what's hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like people who just blood, sweat, and tears, you know what I mean? That go into all these projects. And so it's a lot. And for a while, I know that she didn't always, you know, have that. Like it was yeah. just kind of like. We're carrying a lot of our shoulders. Yeah, you know, pretty much. Hopefully we can get other people to help us out so that yes. we can spread the, the weight. Because it's just a, in a lot of committees that I was a part of, yeah. um, there'll be a lot of people in the group. Right. But only a handful that will actually do the work. Mm. And that goes for all committees, yep. you know, like firefighters. Yep. Uh, non um, cultural arts centers, yep. et cetera. Exactly. It could be have 200 members, but literally be the same five people doing everything. So mm. it's it's great to see that these groups are growing and, yep. and they're passing on the leadership to other people and they're understanding it. You still need the, the older heads to, yeah. to mentor and teach the younger ones. And they both have bring their own perspective. And Correct. It's, it's been great to see. Exactly. And have that meld. Yeah. But I agree with that. So, like, and I uh, appreciate that we were saying about, like, so with these opportunities, mm -hmm. I think that's the cool thing about it, though. Also part of that evolution is that, so there were some that you, you know what I'm saying, essentially became a part of. Right. You were just aligned with them and you liked them. Right. But then it actually helped lead to now where now people are finding you. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Definitely. Because you have, they now know what it is also what knowledge base you have and, like, right. what you bring so, like, people can find you. And I think that's something good for people to figure out, too, for yourselves is, like, you know, there may be different things that you might be considering and like that's going to set you up later you know what i mean for these different opportunities like you know being able to know what does align with yeah. what you're looking for yeah i'm open to to a lot yeah <laughs> i'm glad i'm at a position where i could turn down things right or put them to the side and think about it for the future or maybe you know collaborate with the same people on something else so mm, exactly fortunate yeah yeah fortunate. to be in and that I place have a great partner you know you know you know shakira she's oh yeah she's been a, a huge blessing to our family so like to have somebody there that could support you through certain things that, you know, were tough on your own. Right. That makes a huge difference too to get, get over that hump and, and even further. So absolutely and yes i'm glad you brought her up because yeah. if not i was gonna bring her up too shout out because now i know you didn't always have you know mm -hmm. such a tremendous person in your life <laughs> um but i think it's dope yes i think you all are a great team but even that like how is it and then um you know and like you said like tremendous addition to your family because mm -hmm. i do know that you had already had your son yeah. you know when you met her so like what was that even i don't even know how you met her honestly i don't even know that yeah, story actually our story is actually pretty cool um years ago I was at some, I was at Martin Luther King Library over off of Chester and Stokes, I believe. Mm -hmm. And I was there because there was a conversation, ongoing conversation in the community about body cameras. Mm -hmm. And I was something I was adamant about because I was a victim of police uh, brutality and police issues for years before I was a firefighter and during being a firefighter. Mm -hmm. So that was another reason why I started my business um, okay. on the police end. Okay. So, um, Mm. I overheard her. I was talking to somebody, and mind you, I've been to like a million of these meetings and things, yep. community stuff, but they're usually talking about the same stuff and yep. ends nowhere. Yep. So I'm talking to somebody one on one. I hear in my ear somebody say something that resonated, and I'm like, hmm, yeah. 
And I hear something else, and I'm like, yeah, what she said. I'm like, who is this? Like, <laughs> finally, fine. somebody's speaking, and, you know. Yeah, the way I feel. So I looked over, and I'm like, oh, yeah, she's she's pretty. Uh, <laughs> that's not what I really thought, but I was like, she's pretty. So uh, I didn't get a chance to meet her then right. because I had to go to another event. I'm always on the go. Yep. As you know, scheduling this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So uh, years later, we worked on a campaign uh, trying to get the first Hispanic um, female councilwoman mm-hmm. and into Cleveland. And I was part of the campaign as well. And then we worked on the campaign together. Mm-hmm. So during the campaign trail over time, we will meet and discuss things. And then after the campaign finished and our the person we were supporting uh, won, I would when I started thinking about doing my own business, mm-hmm. I knew that she was involved in a lot of police activity um, changes, but just police reform. Yes, nationwide, absolutely. Not just in Cleveland. She was part of the ACLU, and she she does a lot of trauma recovery right. um, lobbying throughout the nation. Mm-hmm. So I would talk to her about certain things in an organic approach to changing the police system from within and from um, outside. Oh, yes. And I, I was attracted to her, but I kept it. You know, yeah, oh, yeah, we're gonna keep it professional, professional. Yeah, 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 you know. But she didn't know, I, I thought she was just attractive and all that. Then, years later, during COVID, I reached out to a friend of mine that happened to um, date her friend. And I was like, put me on, you know, like, <laughs> give me, so, yeah, yeah. So yep. she, she thought it was a joke. <laughs> and our first date, like, we really don't even know. And our first when we started dating, because our first date, she thought it was just one of those continue, like, oh, yeah, yeah business meetings, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So, we're gonna talk about it. Our second or third date was our. So, Official first date, and oh, we've been funny. dating since, and it's been three years, so it's been great. Wow, come on, yeah. that's awesome, right? Exactly, <laughs> but it is cool though, too, because like with that, that means that like that was like a marriage of the minds, you yeah. know, essentially, too, you know what I mean? And then, like, to actually because that's the dream right there, because you know, yeah. as a person who's single, I would hope that yeah. eventually my future partner will have that, you know what I'm saying? That we gonna collaborate on those kind of issues if because if not, I mean, it's just kind of hard though, because I also feel like without that, it's gonna be hard for that person to appreciate all the stuff you do, Mr. Definitely. On the Go, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they gonna right. see that as like okay but then why don't you do this because they don't understand like the importance of it right. because yeah. she's a great mother herself she has yep. a, a teenager herself and i saw how she interacted with my son mm. when, when i had to do things within that committee right and then i saw how committed she was like her yes. life was dedicated to her is dedicated to her daughter mm. so that's pretty much the same approach i had but, right and we both she grew up on the west side of cleveland she went to school at East High, which is right around the block from where I grew up at. Oh, yeah. So it's strange that we never met all these years. Right. Yeah. That's funny. We know a lot of the same people. Yeah. Same um, circles. Yeah. And but somehow, yeah. Somehow, some way, we we're always missing each other. You know, mm. a touch supper club and, and different right. things. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, in different places. But, it, yeah. but it's also interesting that when y'all did meet up, obviously, good time yeah. in there. You Definitely. know what I mean? For y'all to like, and then and be in a place to appreciate one another. Definitely. You know what I mean? And to be able to do that. Because yeah. I also know that I probably come across some great potential people, but I wasn't necessarily in the headspace to take that on. Yeah, if I'm going to be honest. Yeah, yes. I ain't going to lie. Yeah, like sometimes we need that. And so like to be able to do that and then, you know, be able to commit. Right. But I think what's cool about what you just said is that shout out to the fact that she also has, you know, teenage daughter right. and all that um, and was already a great parent. That's been the interesting thing. We had um, we had a dope dad who, you know, he had met someone that already had a kid and then had a child with her. Nice. We have like Manny who already has his kids. You know, he's been with great his father. girl. Yeah. yeah. And he's been with his, you know significant other for like forever you know what i'm saying he told me i think that was 20 years or something like that they've been together you know all this time yes (laughs) have had all these great kids together and all that but you all represent like the blend situation so she already had a child you had a child and then that was that how did that even go like did that it it went well it's going well we uh there's a 10-year difference in age between them okay but we're childish at the house yeah exactly (laughs) so y'all just gonna have fun we all have fun you know we we do our serious talks about certain things they're serious and then other things we're just silly right you know other people don't even know that how how childish we are yeah even playing video games just last night you know late last night a lot later than we should have been playing (laughs) right so we have a good time yeah we help each other out yeah yeah and then she his uh, his big sister is like a great sister sister to him so that's awesome. You know, we're all, it's all, it takes a village, you know. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's been a great experience so far, and I wish we had more kids, but at this phase of my life, I'm like. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> my, my sleep is already bad, so I'm like, <laughs> no, if I could, I have five more easily, but. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you but you are with someone that you would like to. Oh man, I would yeah. love to if I could. We five easily. Yeah. Okay. Easily. Wouldn't mind. Yeah. Exactly. Back you to know. back. Let's run. <laughs> we gonna do that. <laughs> there you go. 
But I love that. And I love that, yes, because if y'all already doing all this, like, work, all this, if you're very civically engaged, clearly, right. you know what I'm saying? A lot of advocacy in there and a lot of work. That is hard work, though. You know what it I'm saying? Is. I'm not, it's not easy it to is. do. And you're telling me that you're doing that on top of the yeah. business, you know what I mean? On top of all these other things that you're doing. So, yeah, I mean, I think that you have a partner who understands that, who also has, yeah. you know, their own projects, but then also can, uh, like, you can release with, is yeah. what I'm also hearing. So, like, yeah. that's dope. I mean, I would love for you to, you know, yeah. for that. It's, it's great. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna say is great. Yeah, definitely. But I think that that's that's what's good too, right? Is that we, you know, and even if we don't have that necessarily with a partner yet, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe that might be something, but just that we find those chances to release too, because yes, yeah. it is heavy work to do. So just finding like times and opportunities, and yes, if video games is your thing, go ahead and yeah. turn that TV on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, well, well something that just came to my mind as far as timing. Yes, you know, you're still young and capable of and doing your great thing. That right. person's gonna come along when they come mm -hmm. along. There you go. So took till I was forty to experience that you know right. so timing is everything because you could be with the right person at the wrong time and mm. vice versa so true you don't want to put your energy into the wrong person while you while you're especially while you're creating this movement that you're right. creating and putting your energy into the most pe important people mm. which are your children so yeah, absolutely you know when that person comes along and, and and they're the right person it's gonna feel right so right your match is is out there you know oh hey all right. Yeah. Yes, and all my other fellow You're single people, you heard. We we have hope, y'all. Yeah. We just got to wait. Hang tight. <laughs> it's coming. It takes time. Yeah. Yes, yes. But that's good. To, no, it's definitely good to hear and agreed. I do think that, like, definitely seeing, like, in your case, it was. It was kind of like, wow, well, good. If it's out yeah. there and it's going to be that caliber, I could wait, y'all. Yeah, I could wait. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because Keep working on what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. But I do agree with that. I do think that, like, and that's what was great. I, I appreciate about, like, many people that have come on, including yourself. Mm. And, um, you know, and even, like, I think Ricardo had mentioned it, too. He actually found his passion during the time. Well, actually, he... He mentioned an interesting thing about like finding passion after a breakup, which was interesting. But in general, being able to like use your single time yeah. like productively and not feeling like you got to just wait on the next relationship. No, there's yeah. so much you can do oh, now. Definitely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like before that. And then that person will align. I also think the good thing is that person can see you shining, you know what I mean? Right. And in your elements. And like, that's a good thing to do, you know what I mean? Yeah. And be able to like set that up and make sure that that happens. But agreed. I definitely think that they will all come. But Definitely speaking of like, you know, being a dope dad, you know what I mean? And balancing all this. And you have said it more than once that like at the end of the day, I'm learning that that's my priority. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Definitely. Son come first. You know what I mean? And you're with someone that also can appreciate that because her daughter comes first. You know what I mean? And so y'all both can appreciate that. But what has it been like? Just the overall journey of being a dad. You being know what I mean? Being a dad. It's a lot Ooh. of sacrifice. Yeah, I bet. A lot of lost sleep um, between being a firefighter and Ooh, being and a also dad. being, yep. Like I, I became an insomniac the first couple of years. Mm. Okay. Uh, seriously, not after 20 years of being a firefighter, but in the first three years of, of being a father, mm. taking care of my son on my own because I'm not with his mother. Right. So literally from the second to third month, roughly, I was watching him and he would eat every two hours, you know, overnight and everything. So right. I would go from a 24-hour shift uh, on duty at a busy station to to 48 hours with him. And it's just mm. me and him. My parents yeah. live in Puerto Rico. Oh, no, actually, they live here for a short period of time. Right. But having my son just me and him for the most part mm. and then going back to the 24-hour shift right. so i went from somebody that didn't drink coffee to somebody that, you know <laughs> yeah depending on it yeah. and then i had to like uh put put him first which was you right. know i would always do that but i had to make sure that after a while i could take care of myself so that we both could be uh, doing well mm -hmm. I, like i tell my something that um me and my, my uh partner we talk about is putting ourselves first mm. a lot of times because even though we want to put their children first yeah just like when you're on a plane going somewhere yep they tell you when the mask come down you know yeah. you put it on yourself before your child because mm. yeah. what use are you to them if you're not doing well so i have to remind her sometimes like they're gonna be all right they don't yeah. need this they don't need that you know don't don't uh wear yourself thin mm. taking care of the children you know right. take care of you first Absolutely. But they do need us as well. So they need right. us at our best, you know, right. and vibrant. So mm -hmm. it's it's a lot of sacrifice. It really oh, yeah. is. It's something that if I could talk to every young man out there, it's something that's real rewarding. Right. But you got to understand they need you more and more as time goes on. And mm. you have to be your best. Yep. So if you're not ready to be a father, then do whatever you can to make sure you put that to the side. Right. Take care of yourself uh be True. responsible out here right and then when you're ready to be a father understand that that's going to be your number one job because nothing else matters after that mm, that is true so absolutely wise words and i mean yeah definitely something to consider because it is i mean it's it's a huge commitment yeah. if anything like that this is one of the largest ones ever you know and and i 
that's the interesting thing about what you share because that's even a joke that we have made outside. They are getting older. <laughs> you know what I mean? They are not stopping for anyone, y'all. They are. They're getting older, not us. You're right, pretty much. <laughs> that's how we gonna take it. Um, but like even that, have you seen the conversations? Like, are they starting to change? Like, what have you noticed about like you know life now as your child is getting older? As so we haven't had the deep conversations yet. Okay. But I do sometimes uh, plant a seed here and there and also see what he's, like, gauge his mind mm. on certain things or just ask him, you know, open-ended questions. Yep. Um, I allow for a lot of critical thinking with him. So, mm. like, you know, you know, how does that make you feel? Uh, luckily yep. with Shakira, she she got this book about uh, In My Feeling, something about feelings. Mm. And there we go. Helping him understand his feelings and, you know, why do we feel that way? So I'll have him read 10, 15 pages, mm. do this, the work on his own, and then I'll review it mm. and and ask him, you know, what did you learn? You yep. know, what what can we do in the future? Yes. Because they are still kids. They're still learning. Um, Shakira always reminds me that, you know, the, the brain doesn't fully develop to the mm. mid or late 20s or something. Right. So even though he makes some great uh, judgment decisions mm. at certain times, he's not going to always, you know, be consistent yeah. with it and uh coming from like my father was in military i'm in paramilitary fire department like right. sometimes it's hard to to like switch modes and mm -hmm. think okay just care about this person yeah not consider it as like you know as abc you right. know, get these things done so that's that's probably the biggest challenge really mm. like you know switching from 24 hours on duty where everything's uh military like um, paramilitary right so okay, let me just care about this person. Yep. You know, let me consider their feelings before everything, even yep. though there might be a time where they're right or wrong. How how can they learn from this, grow from it, et cetera? Mm. And that's definitely, um, I really appreciate that because I don't think that's something I had considered, but that's, I think, the only thing that is hard about having yeah. jobs like that yeah, because yeah. that's true. You don't get taught that. No. So, like, it's not surprising then that having all these feeling conversations, yeah. which you would think are easy to they're not easy to have. No, like, not, not for people that ain't got that kind of background. Yeah. Like, what yeah, is no. this? We're talking about feelings now and identifying our emotions. Right. Like, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. And every generation before us, you know, they put they put that away yep. more and more, you know, from our parents, yep. and especially their parents. So we're standing on their shoulders. Yep. We know a little bit more, just like our kids are standing on our shoulders. They're going to yeah. know a little bit more. So it's it's great to see that they're understanding some things. Yes. Um, they're in this information age. Right. But there's a lot of misinformation. Mm. So Come we're on just now. trying to guide them the right way and understanding right. certain things. So Absolutely. Yeah. It's, yeah. Fun. it's fun. Yeah, exactly. No, it's true. I mean, because like I said, yeah, it does. It opens up this whole new world. And I mean, sometimes I find myself, obviously, during the middle of a conversation with my kid being like, well, dang, let me, you know, how do I actually feel? Right. You know what I mean? Let me check in right. real quick, too, because I was doing that. And the tool that I recently had to use with my oldest was the control wheel because she was like talking a lot about things that were stressing her out, right. which is which was interesting for me because I was like, you, you're talking about a lot of things that are outside of your control. Right. And so, yeah, I had to I bust it that. out. Yeah, yeah, I've got I you. I'm going to send it to you. Literally on the way here, uh, where are we gonna go? How long mm. is the interview? Yes, all these. Who's gonna be there? <laughs> right. you know, does she own the building? <laughs> and that's it. literally, literally all every day, questions. every day. And it's oh like, oh my gosh, she asked me a whole bunch of questions. Yeah, you need to relax, man. Just yeah. relax. You can't control yes. everything around you, right? Isn't it crazy how much they're yes. in their heads? Yeah. I'm like, wow. I don't even. And maybe I was. I mean, I do think I was a very internal kid too, but I don't remember like worrying so much yeah. about everything. Yeah. Like I don't know, and I'm just like, wow. Why do they like bring all this weight on right. them? Right, and that makes you think. You know, is there anything that's, that's happened in the past? Right. to make them feel that way correct um, it was bullying yep. or, you know, somebody, somebody just made them feel uncomfortable yeah um, or just the fact that they like to know because yep. they're they're just their minds are functioning in a different way like, mm. so yeah i'm hoping uh we don't bring any trauma to them when it comes to that i know it's hard yeah for yeah. real because that's what i was thinking i was like i really i'm telling you i really wish i had a bubble sometimes yeah, yeah. but then i'm like crap that don't help either yeah. you know what i mean they got to get exposed i mean i can't protect them from everything, from everything but yeah. Yeah, at the same time, I just want to, and that's why I'm thinking we're just going to have to do the tools, you know what I mean? At right. least give them the tools so that when these difficulties arise, they know what to do with it. But yes, I will definitely pass on the control because it worked for us. Like, so I had I had just used it in a different um avenue, like the control wheel. That's why it was on my mind. Okay. And with her, I, she liked it because what it was, was so we talked about like, what are the things that are within our control with aren't? And then she right. actually like put in there, you know, which ones are within her control. And she like saw it visually. So then I felt like it kind of was like a good reference yeah. tool. And that's what I'm saying. Like, y'all, sometimes. I need that. Yeah, I we really got to. Either. cool and we gonna do it and then it was good like review for me too because i was like yeah some things just because i'm like if i didn't do that you know like especially like to my oldest ilana like i was like if i don't do that like then i'm gonna drive myself crazy you right. know what i'm saying nope. like always yeah <laughs> let's go <laughs> right? 
<laughs> I, find, I catch myself taking a couple of deep breaths every day yes. because I don't want to have the wrong reaction. Right. But that, that helps too, the deep yeah. breaths. Yes, yes, and, they uh, do. And that's what I, I'm trying to pretty much do what I'm teaching them. Yeah, I don't, don't want to be hypocritical, hypocritical yeah, no. or one way about it. I'm like, you know what? I can learn from this too. Yeah. You know, so while, while he's learning something, I'm like, let me learn something too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I do love that. You yeah. were, you know what I'm saying? And the fact that, you know, and shout out to your partner for also yeah. giving you, you know oh, what I'm yeah. saying, resources and all that. But like you guys, the activists, the workers, the ones that are out here doing that also understand that. Yeah. You, cause you said it from the beginning, you were like, the only thing that I did differently too, or one of the other priorities I made sure was different for myself is the mental health. Yeah. So you cannot be like this grinder, you know what I'm saying? Without taking care of that part. Like they just, they have to go hand in hand. They do. And so that's why I like love that, you know, even on here we get to have conversations about that that like it's dope we need to have that acknowledge our histories you know yeah. proud puerto rican you know what yeah. i mean like doing all this work oh, and that's like, a whole other oh yeah yeah <laughs> and that's what i was gonna say too that Especially like being like afro puerto rican uh, hello you know, we got our own yeah well and then hello the fact that you know and of course i don't want you to feel like you have to like revisit that yeah. with the police brutality and all that yeah. but i did want to say that like i know everybody can't see this some people you know only mm -hmm. listen into the audio but you are a fair skin you know what i'm saying you ain't like necessarily like the darkest puerto rican yeah. right uh, summertime i get yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, my bad. Different. You know, yeah, my bad. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. Well, my mom, she's like more of like the Spaniard, you know, yes, whitish. That part. And like my, my mom. is like more of the Indian dark brown. There you go. So, yeah. I, winter time is summertime, two different Oh, it, it is. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. And that's a difference. And then I grew up on the east side, so like, like a lot of the police didn't look like me. And well, <laughs> and that's what I find interesting is that you were a victim of police brutality. and then nobody at least. See, and yeah. the thing is, like, the people didn't come up to you and was like, oh, you know what? You get a pass. You Puerto Rican. You good. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. You don't You don't get yeah. that. Like, you yeah. still found yourself yeah. advice. And I don't straddle a fence either. Yeah, but, see? Yeah, right is right. Wrong is wrong. So. Exactly. So at the end of the day, right. So I just think, like, and that's why we need to, you know, band together and realize the importance of these issues and yeah. that that's why we can't shy away from them because it's Definitely. happening to all of us, y'all. Yeah. And they're not, like, you know, sure couldn't, they're, and they're not cherry picking, you know, who oh, they yeah. do it against. You know yeah. what I mean? So unfortunately, we're all, none of us are exempt right. from this and none of us should be exempt from this conversation. You know what right. I mean? Like, that's why we're trying to do this and that's why people are putting forth all these efforts. But mm -hmm. again, in the process, we got to take care of ourselves so we that we to. can help others and our kids. Cause them babies, especially for them, yeah, they're looking up for sure. Definitely. And have you found that in the how's the summer camp? Like you said, summer like, camps are going good. They're um, these kids are are amazing actually. I bet they're yeah. between fifth to eighth grade in one camp, and then fifth to ninth or tenth. I would say fifth to ninth grade in the second camp. Mm. And some of them are going to actually be in the Puerto Rican parade with us this year, okay. which is going to be cool. That's um, super cute. They've been doing a lot of different activities. They've been right. real receptive to what we're saying as yeah. far as safety, uh, understanding how what it is to be a firefighter, right? Uh, how to keep themselves safe, how to keep their families safe. Mm. Um, hopefully we're planting seeds that in the future, I would love to hear that somebody somehow saved their family member mm. from something that we taught them. And it's me and another uh, firefighter, uh, Louis, right. that's part of it. And um, shout out to Louis. Yeah. Who's another great person. And we're moving forward to, to hopefully have other programs like this within Cleveland. Right. And, Keep spreading like that. Like, Ooh. I would love to have a different person from our program represent a school that they actually went to. Right. So you got right, the right. John Marshalls, the Lincoln West, the Collinwood, the uh, Glenville. Like, mm. I want somebody that's part of my program to teach at their old school. Get paid for it, plant right. those seeds, and okay. you know, do something different from what we're doing out here. Come on, you know, yes. And, and uh, it helps with what we're doing with public safety from within the uh police and fire departments so come on that's yeah. a, and that's an excellent point because i think too the stuff that you teach like you said that yeah. is the point it is transferable skills yeah. i didn't even think about that that's yeah. uh, right like yeah. well first of all i seen the little clips of the boot camp so like oh, i was yeah. like well i would even have to get prepared <laughs> i don't know about that y'all yeah. that pushes you push them that's good though but i agree that it's like these are just skills that they can use period yes on the job it. but just in general like yeah. to be able to help because yeah you're teaching yeah. them like survival skills survival skills <laughs> yeah hopefully uh get them to understand that they can do this like yeah right. little girls in the fifth grade flipping these ties Okay, y'all. Uh, helping drag it. dummies that are, you know, quadruple their weight. Oh my gosh. Like okay, yeah, yeah. yep. Show me up, y'all. Yeah, Dang, yeah, okay. Definitely. I'm going to get in there, y'all. Especially <laughs> in language barriers. Like, yes. you know, hey, if you learn more and more English, which these uh, exams are English based, right. like, you know, you could work towards something. You know, mm -hmm. it's not something that's out of your reach. It's actually, nah. like, you know, and I like to bring other firefighters. Hopefully, in the future, they can see other firefighters that aren't typical, you right. know, cookie cutter firefighters. Yes. You know, I have. One young lady, um, she hopefully she'll be a firefighter within a year or so, but she weighs a buck, buck ten wet. Oh wow! Like, she's very slim, 
but she could carry a dummy that's 200 pounds roughly. Mm, come on. Yeah. So, wow. yeah, it's, it's something that it's amazing to see as long as long as we keep training people and help them understand the techniques and stuff like that. Come so, on. Yeah. I agree. But I do think that's dope because I'm literally thinking when I was a kid, like everything I seen with a firefighter, yeah, it was a white guy. Yeah. I, I didn't see no, yeah. I didn't see a woman. Well, <laughs> like, I had to learn the history years later, you know, why is the police and fire department uh, predominantly like white or Caucasian or whatever? Right. And over the years, and it's a great history, actually. You ever seen the Gangs in New York? The yeah. Movie? yeah the, oh, the no. Caprio. I didn't actually see the That's movie. That's a great movie. Okay. So I, I don't know that. how closely related it is to right. the real story, but I know when the Irish came, which fire departments are mostly Irish for the right. most part. Um, when the Irish came, they were seen as the lowest of people mm. according to the people that are already here or whatever. Right. And below the factory jobs were police and fire jobs. Okay. So they took the lowest jobs, which mm. were police and fire, and raised it up to, uh, through the unions to be something strong and uh, something they could be proud of. Right. So that's why you have bagpipes at, at funerals and services and stuff like that, because it's something that's been passed on for generations. But then oh, there we go. Yeah. See? So it's pretty cool, you know. Yeah, to, exactly. And, and they had their own struggles in, yeah. in, in Ireland, too. That's true. So... It's pretty cool to see that, understand history. Right. Then, okay, what can we do to help change and do things and all work together? So That part. And, I mean, but that's also, you know, and, of course, that makes me think about, like, how race is interesting yeah. because, you know, it is a thing that we made up, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> we made that up. And we have decided, you know what I'm right. saying, who gets the privilege and who doesn't. Right. And then that's the thing, too. Like, what used to be, like, now those are considered, like, white, you know, just white children. I mean, white people in general, like right. Irish. But back in the day, they were facing discrimination. Right. Like, now they're able to be part of this and exercise certain privileges. But not too long ago, they were also facing their own discrimination. Yeah. You know yeah. Yeah, even so, within their their groups, they right. discriminate uh, against themselves. And us from the outside looking in, we don't know that because we're not in those circles. Right. But, you know, some people will discriminate against uh, Slovenians or Polish or this, that, and other. We don't right. really know that. You no. know, we just know what we're feeling, yes. what we're getting hit with. Yep. And years later, I've, I've come to find out, I'm like, wow, like in different ways, not as extreme as I feel as right. we are, but there are, I see why some people feel like they feel. Yeah. pretty much and yeah i try I to understand see where all different from. angles of everything because yep i i don't want to um shut myself off from learning yes yeah, yeah but i try to keep an open mind about you know why are things the way they are and, right and i have to change my perspective because i only know what i know yeah and if, if you could teach me something cool exactly then i'm open to, to learn it so and that's what i'm saying we got to remember to still be teachable yeah. you know what i mean that we can't we don't have all those answers and it is helpful to yeah. like challenge our perspectives i also think it was commendable though that speaking of like discrimination and all that as somebody who faced brutality mm -hmm. you could have stayed mad and just angry Ooh, you could have <laughs> i channeled that energy I, okay yeah. see and that's dope that yeah. you did i've had uh i got hit by a police car at the puerto rican parade oh uh, man six months on the job as, as a firefighter what um Police car hit me in the back of the leg. The guy arrested me. Um, I was walking on the sidewalk, wasn't doing anything. That's another story. That I'm going to save that for the okay. future. Yep. Um, I've had times where I used to live off of Lake Avenue over yeah. by uh, Edgewater, dribbling a basketball in the neighborhood. A police car pulls up on me, was trying to grab me, saying, we think you're a suspect and something just happened. Like what? So before I went into the, I, I volunteered. I'm like, before I go in a, in a police car, I'm gonna let you know. I you know I work for the, I work for public safety as well. They were like, "Shh." Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, we messed up. We Pick the wrong, the wrong one. one. Like, I'm gonna go with you though. Yeah. I'm gonna go with you because I have to show them. I'm like, dude, yeah, like, I'm cooperative. Be, yeah, yeah. I, I'm cooperative. I could be ignorant, but I choose to be a certain way. Yeah, it's hard too. Right. It takes a lot of a Not lot bad. of holding back, biting my tongue. Yeah, my tongue fell off a bunch of times. Right. It, it must be like a like a starfish. Yeah. It keeps growing back. But uh, I've had a lot of different incidents. Mm. And instead of just being angry at them, which wasn't doing anything for me, yes, I realized, one, I could be a part of the change because I've been part of these meetings since my dad used to recruit for police back right. when he was a Hispanic liaison right. for the city back when Voinovich or White was the mayor. Right. So I could use the stuff that I learned, channel that. Instead of being negative, be positive. Um, wow. I could also, instead of uh, being upset at everything, just learn why they're put in a position that's not a winnable position. Yeah. So I feel like in public safety, we're just out there. And this is something that I've talked to my girlfriend a bunch of times. Yep. We're out there placing band-aids on social issues. Mm -hmm. So 
yeah. I, I'm not really upset at police for being stressed out and everything like that. I just right. want them to understand police and fire and, and the EMS all to understand what they're signing up for gotcha. and yep. understand the people that they're actually serving in the community. Yep. If they go in with that mindset, it'll help them in their career overall. Hello. And then if they're the right people, then cool. If, if they're not, they probably shouldn't be in there because no. there's other careers out there that they could be doing. So. Exactly. And if they want to be in a community where they don't understand the people, yes. maybe they should go somewhere where they, where they do understand the people. So, I mean, I hope y'all wrote that down. <laughs> I mean, cause I agree, yeah. but yeah. And I, and I feel you on that, but I do think yep, that there definitely was um, a period of time where when I started learning about all these issues, yeah, yeah I was pissed. Yeah. I mean, all uh, I remember being was mad. Yeah. Like, I'm just so upset. Like, I want to burn everything down. Right. <laughs> so, like, you. yeah. I, I mean, you. it just get, takes you to that place. But I just love hearing how you said that. Like, yeah, you can channel that, though. Oh, yeah. You, you, know, you Take that can. and use that productively. Yeah. And yeah. that's part of the reason, like, uh, when I was part of recruitment, yep. we had to be filtered. Yeah. You're representing a department, which I love the department. Um, love everything it stands for. But I want to speak my mind. Correct. And, and like, when I talk to somebody that grew up in my neighborhood. Hello. I don't want to tell them the... Yeah. The standard, yes. you know, it's great to be a firefighter because of this, this, and this, you know. Yep. I want to tell them, hey, these are the pros, these are the cons. Yes, yeah, you can die, the you can help yep. the community. There are negative parts, there are positive parts. It's what you make of it. True. But it's the, here's the real. Yes. And certain things you can't do when you're representing your uh, department. Right. So I'm like, okay, what can I do that can change that? So yeah. that's what I did. There you go. And it is something, and that's something good to know because as somebody who also holds a contract with mm -hmm. a national organization, same. Like, that's why the LLC is helpful right. because I've learned that, yeah, even, even if you work for a place that has told you that you cannot take on a contract while you're there, right. that's the loophole around it. You, If you open up the LLC, that, like, gives you that independence to be able to do that. That's something I learned, y'all. And Jules. I wish I would have known that a little bit sooner for taxes purposes. But it's fine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're figuring it Still out. Still got time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we're we going to make this work um, and do that. But that's definitely um, a good thing so yeah man so you definitely shared like i said tons of great things and all these but if people wanted to be able to like connect with you yeah. and you know what i mean learn more tap into ntn prep whatever yeah. how can they find you so they can find me on NT ntn prep which is on instagram and on facebook they can email me <clears throat> info at ntn prep and Pretty much those are the main ways that I like to communicate with people. Okay, cool. So y'all better use one of those, please, please. Yeah, please. Uh, but definitely these happen because I love, like I said, that you everything you've shared just like from, you know, being a parent. You yeah. know what I mean? So like, and as a, you know, as a father, like what that looks like, you know what I mean? As a partner, you know yeah. what I mean? As an activist and, you know, literally business owner, you know, all of that. So like, I just think like, y'all, if you heard any of that, and even if you do want to reach out, but like you do, you were like, well, I actually kind of related to that parenting piece. Could you tell me a little bit more about that? Why yeah. not? You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. I don't think you'd be, you know, opposed to being able to do that. But like, as y'all heard, it is good to have that blueprint. And if you don't know how to do it or like how to figure it out, ask someone that knows, yeah. you know, that can at least give you that, those guiding principles, you know, to be able to do it. Definitely. I know all the, all the, food spots as well <laughs> there you go and hit them up all the family <laughs> event outing spots so. there you go cool so y'all need that too yeah and shout out to the fact that again in cleveland we always have east side and the west side right. and so like you've been on the west side done a lot over there but mm -hmm. now proud east sider you know what i'm saying yeah. over on the east side with me you know back, we back I grew on, up east on the east side, side. Yes. lived on the west for 20 years there you go now i'm back on back the east here. there you go <laughs> so there's you know there's greatness to all of it yeah, but definitely. now we got on in between so i appreciate you thank you thank so you, much sir. i appreciate you yeah Thank you. <laughs> and thank y'all, of course, as always, for supporting, um, especially our Dib Dad series. We're going to have more, y'all, though. We got, you know, we got plenty of stuff that we want to be able to bring you. Um, and every other Friday, tune in. But again, support. And if you got any ideas or anything else you want to provide, please let us know. Thank you. Thank you, sis. Thank you.